Francesca here popping in quickly with an update to let you know that my 21-day course, How to Date with Intention, is on sale. It is 50% off for a limited time. So if you want to start 2024 dating with more alignment, more success, more fun, I invite you to check it out. There is a link in the show notes. And just know that it is a course that is delivered to you via text or WhatsApp. So you're going to get each lesson directly to your phone. And if ever you need to pause it because you're you know, going on vacation or maybe you don't want to start it until the new year, just hit pause. You can just type in pause and it will not resume until you tell it to start again. So you're in control, 50% off. Check it out. And I would love to hear how you enjoy the course and how it transforms your dating life in 2024. Okay, now to the episode. Hello and welcome to Dear Franny. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. I'm a recovered lawyer turned love and life coach. And this podcast is the place where I talk all things love and true love from dating and relationships to manifesting a life that you love. Thank you for being here. Hey, all right. Here we are at the end of another year. I mean, I know it's so cliched to talk about how quickly time goes by, but like, seriously, what is time? (laughs) Um, I want to take a moment, first of all, to thank those of you who have watched my TED Talk, who've shared it, who've reached out to me to let me know what you think of it. I so appreciate that. I'm really, really grateful. And part of me feels like, oh, stop talking about it and stop asking people to watch it. But you know, that's kind of the point of doing a TED Talk is for people to see it and to spread my message, which is all part of my mission, which is actually related to something I want to talk to you about today. Not the talk. We'll do that in another episode, perhaps, but it's December. And I think that I have a bit of a tradition now. I think I can call it a tradition. I've been doing this show long enough that I've done it more than once, more than twice, I think, maybe even more than three times which is to do a year-end episode that's sort of a year in review. And this is actually not going to be my final episode this year, but I still wanted to record it now, and I wanted to really actually start this with a question. And this is a question for you to reflect for yourself. And the question is, if 2023 was trying to teach you something in your highest good or tell you something in your highest good, what was that? What might that be? So if 2023 was trying to tell you something in your highest good, what would it be? Usually at the end of one year, I have an inspiration for what I want my theme, what I want to focus on the following year. And I guess this is just something that, I don't know, it's just a cultural thing. It it just happens very organically. It's not like I sit and go like, what's my theme? It's like, it'll just come to me and I'll be like, oh, right, that's my theme. There it is. I don't even have to think about it. It kind of just comes into mind. And this year, the theme was intention and really just wanted to push myself to see what could happen if I really harnessed the power of intention, if I just brought a higher level of intention to everything that I'm doing. And I can't give myself an A plus on this assignment, to be totally honest with you, as I always aim to be. But I really did see like 
kind of astonishing things happen, <laughs> you know, through that power and through that focus, focusing my energy in that way. And my theme for next year, which has come to me recently, is collaboration. I feel like I've been in this cocoon that I've been in probably since, at least since, you know, the start of the pandemic in 2020, but maybe even before that, other than my boyfriend, like, I don't really see people. I have wonderful friends, but I don't see them that often. My family, I go to visit them, but you know, I live in California. Most of my family's in New York. So there's that distance. I don't see them that much. I feel that one of the things that 2023 has been trying to tell me is that I need to have more connection, more community, more collaboration. So I'm really excited about that and what that's going to lead to next year. So I want to encourage you to take some time to reflect on that, whether you kind of set an intention or a theme for the year rather or not, just to reflect on what has 2023 been trying to tell you or is telling you that's in your highest good. And that in your highest good part is really important, especially when it comes to anything that you might be struggling with, because perhaps like, let's talk about dating. I mean, this is Dear Franny podcast and that's what we talk about here. You know, perhaps you've been struggling with dating and that has not been going well for you and maybe you've put a lot of intention and a lot of effort behind it or not but regardless maybe you don't feel that forward momentum you don't feel that things are progressing in the right direction and it can be very frustrating very painful very isolating to be in that position and it can be very easy to feel like oh maybe this is just not ever going to happen for me like maybe i just need to give up like maybe i'm just I don't get to have that partnership that I want, or it's not possible, or there are not enough people, you know, who want to date someone like me or who are available or whatever. There's a lot of stories and I've been there of telling myself those stories as well. So I, I totally, totally understand. However, I would encourage you to step into a place of more curiosity. And let's just assume for a moment, I mean, I know this to be true, but even if you don't know it yet, I just assume for a moment that the love, the relationship, the partnership that you want is available to you. It is possible for you. There are multiple people in this world with whom you can have that, just as you are, all of these things. So if that is possible, if you can consider that possibility, then I encourage you to get curious about, okay, well, what am I missing here? Or where is there an opportunity? Again, what is 2023? What is my dating life in 2023, you know, trying to tell me? And an example might be, well, maybe it's trying to tell me that I need to adopt a growth mindset around dating because what I'm doing isn't working, but I've still been doing the same thing over and over and over again. Maybe what I really need to do is start to get more curious about how can I approach this differently, right? That's a growth mindset. A growth mindset is when you see that there are opportunities for expansion, for growth, for evolution, for change. When you have a fixed mindset, then it's just like, nope, this is just how it is. This is how you do it. This is it. That's it. This is all I can do. And that's it. Having a growth mindset, I mean, there's like so much research on this. There's so many books on this. There's people who study this. And it's very universally known and accepted that people who have more satisfaction in life have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So if you are feeling dissatisfied in your dating life, in your love life, maybe you're in a relationship, 
really thinking about, okay, what are the opportunities here? Because I believe, and maybe you saw my TED talk and you heard me say this, I truly believe that love is available to everyone. When I ask myself, what do I believe? What, do I, what have I seen in my 10 years of helping people to find love? What do I believe about how the universe works, how love works, the nature of love? My answers, based on all of those questions and all that observation, is that everyone can have love. I'm not saying that everyone will have a great relationship because not everyone has the capacity for that. Not everyone has the ability to receive love from other people. Some people have a challenge with giving love as well, but generally it's more about receiving. That's what triggers us. That's what makes us feel very afraid. And that's natural, that's normal, but it's also a block, right? It's a block if you wanna have deep connection, if you wanna have partnership, if you wanna have intimacy, if you wanna have true love, then it is necessary. And I shouldn't say it's necessary. I'm not God, I'm not in charge of the universe. Love can always happen. You can have walls up, you can be shut down and love can still find a way into your life. The love inside of you can still find a way to get out and to express into the world. So I'm not saying that you absolutely have to transform yourself in all of these ways. However, I am a coach and so I'm very focused on forward action, right? Like let's not leave this to chance. Let's not hope to get lucky given the circumstances. Let's actually get into a place where you can make the love that you want a reality. So getting back to the question, because I do want to stick on this topic of, you know, this end of year reflection. I've already gone on a tangent. You know, I get so passionate about this topic, as you know. Just really adopt that mindset of compassionate curiosity towards yourself, right? So you're not judging yourself, you're not shaming yourself, and really just asking, you know, what has 2023 been trying to tell me, right? What is the lesson here that I can take that's in my highest good regarding dating or anything else? So as I mentioned, you know, one of the things that came up for me when I asked this question is collaboration, community, having more connection, being less isolated. And there's five things that came up. So I'll go through these quickly and maybe they'll inspire you, hopefully. The next thing is to apply your lessons. So like apply your lessons. Like 2023 has been screaming to me, apply your lessons. You've already been through this. You already know what to do. You've already done the legwork or the research and it's time to actually do it. It's time to put it into practice. It's time to not have to repeat the same experience all over again because you've already learned that lesson, right? So it's time to apply your lessons. That's a big one. The third thing is that this message of like, it's time to do more, it's time to step it up. And when I say do more, I don't mean more busy work, more work, more labor, more effort. I mean, because I, I don't have the energy to be doing more <laughs> in that regard, but in the sense of doing more that's in alignment with my purpose, with my mission, with the change that I really wanna see in this world, to do more, just to do more, to get more involved in changing things for the better and whether it's spreading this message of self-love and self-empowerment and true love whether it is supporting more causes that i and people that i believe in i just feel this stronger sense of responsibility more than ever before and i think it is because you know there is so much devastation going on in the world right now but not that there isn't always because there always is however I don't have to tell you that 2023 has been a really rough year. 
And then we're about to go into an election year here in the US and the partisanship and the vitriol and the real hatred on both sides of the aisle is so disturbing to me. I just want to turn away from it and not engage with it at all. But again, I think 2023 is telling me I need to do more because those of us who care about the world being a better place, those of us who care about love and justice and equality, those of us who care about those things, we have to figure out a way. And when I say do more, I'm not saying I need to be like on Instagram or on social media posting a million things. That's to me is very performative and it's also very energy draining. So when I say do more, it's really about harnessing intention and taking actions that are aligned with me, with my mission, with my energy that have this larger goal of how it impacts everyone in mine. And then the fourth thing is to, this message came out so clear, which is to align before acting, align before acting. So what that means is to not just jump into action, like not to be reactive about things like, oh, this happened, let me do this. But to actually take a step, take a moment, take a break to really ground myself, to center myself, to align the energy of what I want, right? And align with the energy of like, what is the purpose here? What is the intention here? And then take action, right? So, you know, intention again was the theme of this year. And this is something that this experiment and it being more intentional has really, really taught me. Literally everything from an email to responding to someone in a conversation to deciding the next thing to do in my business, like just all these different layers of things that it's so easy to just jump in and just start doing, but really taking the time to align and making sure that I'm actually, I'm acting from the right place, right? I'm acting from a place that is in everyone's highest good. I'm acting from a place where I'm making sure that what I'm doing is the right action for me, for my energy, for how it's going to affect other people, how it's going to affect me. So that aligning before acting is a big one. And then last but not least, it's to center love. So this is the fifth thing that I really feel that 2023 has been telling me, which is to center love. And also this is connected to what I was saying about stepping it up, doing more with my message. And this is part of the message that I really am leaning into in 2024, which is that we need to really start living and loving more holistically. Let me take a step back and explain what I mean. So obviously I'm a love coach. I've been helping people with romantic love for 10 years. That has been my focus. And that was my focus in my own personal life for many, many, many years since forever. And so it makes sense that romantic love is something that I have dedicated my career to largely. However, there's one thing that I have learned, and this is not how I felt at the beginning of my, you know, professional love journey 10 years ago, but this is something that I've 100% learned, which is that we need to actually take romantic love down off a pedestal because when it's on this pedestal, then it's this mystical, magical thing and it feels so nebulous and it's like trying to catch lightning in a bottle and it gives us this pass for being proactive of having a growth mindset for taking, you know, responsibility for how we feel about ourselves, what our relationship is with ourselves, because that's going to impact who we're attracted to, the types of relationships we co-create with other people. 
So we put romantic love in this special category, as Marianne Williamson calls it, and she writes about very eloquently in her book, Return to Love. I think I just gave this recommendation like a couple of episodes ago, but it's a really good book and I highly recommend it. Marianne Williamson, A Return to Love. And she has a whole chapter on what she calls the special relationship. And Bell Hooks in her amazing book, All About Love, same thing. She talks about this, you know, how we put romantic love on this pedestal and how it gives us a pass for so many things. You know, there, there's behavior that you tolerate from people that you're romantically involved with that you would never tolerate from anyone else, right? And, you know, somebody can be disrespectful to you, but they say they love you, then it's like, well, it's okay that they're not treating me with love because they, this is, you know, this is a relationship and that's how it goes. So in addition to leading to very toxic relationships, when we have romantic love on this pedestal where we're detached from understanding that this is something that we actively do and co-create together, it also makes it actually more difficult for us to navigate all of our lives you know, more holistically with more flow when we have like love siloed, like, okay, I'm going to be really loving towards my family, but like, you know, F everybody else, or I'm going to show up with a lot of love when I'm in romantic relationships, but I'm not going to be loving towards my community or towards my neighbor or towards myself or towards my family. So centering love is really understanding that how we show up with love in all areas of our life matters. It all has impact. It all has value. And each part of our lives affect every other part of our lives. So we tend to think like, here's love, here's family, here's career, here's... No, everything is connected to everything because guess what? You <laughs> contain multitudes, right? And wherever you go, there you are. So you know, centering love to me is about honoring that. It's about understanding that the more that you can bring the energy of love and the act of love to all parts of your life, the more fulfilled you are, the more you find that love will then flow more easily in all parts of your life. So going back to romantic love, that's an area of challenge by centering love in your life and not having romantic love on this pedestal romantic love will get easier, right? When you take it down off the pedestal and you see it as part of just, this is a holistic approach that I have to my life. And then I also have combined with that, the intention to have romantic partnership. And so then it becomes like, I'm already living with love. And now I'm just adding another person to build a romantic relationship versus I don't have any love in my life. And this is the one place that I'm seeking it. I've got to find this love. I've got to find this partner. I've got to find this person and then I'll have love in my life. So very, very focused on centering love for 2024. And actually, I'm going to be doing a workshop on the very topic. So um, stay tuned for details on that in the new year. The details will come sooner, but um, the workshop will be in the new year because I really am in the process right now of creating a real plan and a real process to guide people through how to do this. And we're going to do a workshop on it in January. And I would love for you to join us. So those are the lessons that I really feel that 2023 has been showing up to tell me, you know, number one, that next year is really about community collaboration, you know, coming out of my shell a bit more, engaging more with the world and with people. You know, number two is to apply the lessons that I've already learned. Like I don't have to keep doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result or forgetting a lesson that I've already learned and being like, oh, wait a second, I already knew that, right? Number three is to do more, do more 
to impact the kind of change that I want to see in the world and really feeling a sense of responsibility. That's what I need to do. That's what I'm here to do. That's what we're all here to do. Number four is to align before acting, right? So not to jump into action right away, but to actually harness that power of intention, ground myself and act from that place because it'll be much more effective and things will go a lot smoother when that happens. And then last but not least is to center love. And um, again, I hope that these have been some source of inspiration for you, some ideas for answering this question for yourself. But I definitely recommend taking some time, sitting with the question, journaling on it, meditating on it, praying on it, taking a walk and thinking about it. I love to do that personally and see what happens and see what comes up. And remember the part about it being in your highest good. So these should be things that you can apply, right, to move forward. And yeah, with that inspiration, have fun with that. And I hope that it's fruitful for you. And let me know because I want to hear how it goes. All right. So that's all for now. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. I so appreciate you. Shout out to everyone who's taken the time to review this podcast. We have all five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, and I just love and appreciate you all so much for that. Um, But wherever you get your podcasts, please do follow the podcast, rate it, five stars, please. (laughs) And even write a review if you feel so moved. I do read them. I do appreciate them. And make sure that you are connected to me. I am at Dear Franny on all of the socials and also at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are in the world. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will be back soon. All right. Take care.